All right. Would you like to do the intro? Or, or? Um, I could try. I hate doing the intro. So, so. <laughs> no, I've got to psych myself up now. <laughs> Welcome to the... Oh, I forgot what it's called now. <laughs> I've got very where you forget what it is. Um, the Dork's Deduction, isn't it? That's what we're called. Yeah, that's the one. Welcome to the Dork's Deduction. Oh, no, I'm saying <laughs> you are listening to the Dork's Deduction and you are listening to Chris and Matt. Hello. Oh, yes. <laughs> Hello there. Yes, this is the Dork's Deduction. And uh, it's nice to see you, Matt. How are you doing? Fine, you know. Not uh, Just fine? Yeah, yeah. Not great, but... Oh, yeah. Well, just got to keep hitting those books, right? Yeah. Uh, get yeah. better. Like, it's, get it's, better. As that yeah, song yeah. said, things can only get better. I think he's dead now, so... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what, me? <laughs> no, no, the singer. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's the band Brian Cox was in, wasn't it? What, the, the, the scientist? Guy? Yeah, the scientist uh, dude. I, I, I thought he had a bit of rock star dripping off him. Yeah. I, I, I don't think know what he was it is, the keyboardist. It? I don't think he was anyone important. <laughs> oh, well, he is now. Yeah. Um... He's the scientist that's always on an E or something. I don't know. He's always happy about the universe. Yeah, I mean, you look at him and he's explaining physics, and he's just. You'd think he's he's touching himself while he's saying it because he's so happy. I know. Oh, yeah. Geomics and the physics and the, oh my god, the the universe. You know. Yeah. It's just so nice how enthusiastic he is about it. But yeah, you've been a uh, as long as you're getting plenty of rest. You know, getting good sleep. Don't have to worry. You, you you'll refresh your brain. Yeah. I mean, hopefully I'll do all right, but it's just, mm. you get to that stage because they're next week, so oh, I'm kind of, of, you know, I've got to make... And whatever you do, don't listen to any catchy songs, <laughs> otherwise you'll uh, you'll be thinking more yeah. about that than you will the actual phrase. Have you ever had one of those songs that sticks in your head and you can't sleep or, you know, you can't switch off because it's still singing in your head? Kind of. You do yeah. have that thing where there's that, that you've been listening to a song a lot recently and it kind of yeah. stays a, with you. A song that's stuck. Yeah. yeah, I haven't had it recently, well, but I, I have had no. the odd song where it kind of just gets gets stuck. Okay, well, the other day actually, I'll, I'll tell you. Um, well, I have this, I have this little radio in my room, this alarm clock yeah. that uh, usually is my go-to thing to wake me up if I need to get up, and um, it has a little radio alarm clock. So it's instead of just blinging off, it goes to a station or a radio station preset, yeah. and. Uh, but the problem with this is the little dial, it likes to move on its own somehow. Yeah. Like, it's, it doesn't do it instantly. It slowly does it. And obviously, because it's got hours, you could wake up on any radio station. But I once woke up to uh, this this channel uh, that was playing these songs from the 60s. Yeah. Re- really good songs as well. But one that I woke up with was this thing from, uh, I, I can't remember what the band's called. It's a song called uh, A Girl Like Jasmine. Yeah. I don't know if that rings a bell. I uh, what vaguely am does I actually. supposed to do? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, the casuals. The what? The casuals. Casuals. Um mm. they have a very very they they are kind of like 60s but they're not big 60s. They weren't a massive band. So when I first heard them I didn't know who they were but the song so en- it enchanted me. It enchanted yeah. me because I was waking up to it as the sun was coming out. And they but they sing in a very English old english tone like accent they have a bit you find this with a lot of 60s bands they have a slightly posh accent yeah as they sing like instead of a girl like it's like a girl like jasmine it's like something you'd say out of 
Star Trek or something, you know. But it's a really, it's really good song. I had to listen to the lyrics. Obviously, I don't have that Shazam app, so I couldn't look it up instantly. Remember the lyrics, come downstairs. And in a way, that, that's what got me up that day. Because I wanted yeah. to find out what the song was. But, uh, I hate that. When you hear a yeah. song, particularly if you're like in a taxi or something, and it's yes. on the radio or in a shop, and you can't hear what they say when they say what the song is. Exactly. Yeah, you, you, you're scrambling to remember words that they're saying. Yeah. And, and you think, oh, I'm a, I can type it in my notebook, but how am I going to remember this later? And sometimes when you just remember the tune, but you can't just go to someone, do you remember this tune? Do, 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 do. <laughs> Uh-uh. You remember that? Yeah, see, I'm, I'm terrible at that. I tried to get, uh, I was telling Tarmim about, uh, it's a song by the Communards, uh, Don't oh, yeah. Leave Me This Way or something like that, it's called. And it, oh, it starts because right. he's quite a high-pitched singer. And they, they <laughs> Tarmin told me, try singing it. <laughs> so oh, I tried um... singing it in a really high-pitched voice, but it didn't go, go that well. <laughs> and yeah, it was awful. I'm, I'm... Like on, I can't... I can't imagine you doing a high pitch. And it's, it's different. I'm, I'm not going to try it now because I might scare away whatever <laughs> listeners we have. <laughs> oh, later on, though, at some point in the year, we'll, we'll get you to sing that song. Yeah. But in the meantime, you got to focus. If, if so got, don't let that got, song get like, on you. Crocodile clips on my testicles or something like that. I might be able to sing it. <laughs> I'm trying to make out that I've got a really like deep voice now. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. It's no secret, man. You got high voice. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I don't think it's possible for us actually, because um, yeah. we come to a certain point where we can't actually go any higher. Yeah, um, it, 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 we go, ah, and then as we go to that same yeah. octave, it stays the same. Our voice just crackles out yeah. uh, because I, it's become impossible now. Yeah. So do you know what's actually weird uh, about high voices in Queen? A lot of people think Freddie Mercury had, like, a really high voice. It's actually yeah. Roger Taylor, the drummer. Really? Yeah. Uh, there's, like, some of the songs he does, like, literal really high-pitched screams. Mm. And that, that's Roger Taylor, the drummer. He actually had, like, a wider vocal range than Rod, uh, Freddie Mercury. Wow. And so, so he just stayed on the sideline with that. Yeah, but he wasn't, like, as good as a singer. Yeah, he, had, he okay. had, like, more range, but it wasn't quite as good. As Freddie Mercury, and of course, voice. Freddie was the showman as well. I mean, he he had a presence on stage as oh, well. Yeah. Like he could, it was all. It wasn't just about singing for him. It was all about that whole uh, theatrical produce as well. Like he he could, you know, when he puts on that king's robe and walks oh, down yeah. the stage, he he can do it in a swagger that no one else can mimic. Yeah, classic band, classic, yeah. classic Queen, classic tune. Yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah. love their um, Wembley tour kind of thing. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> Right, it's also because yeah. by that point you've got like most of like the classic Queen song mm. by then. So and, and they they can yeah they recite all the ones you know. Yeah, um, it's that perfect period of enough has happened where they have the right songs and yet you know it's still in the perfect area where they don't have to worry yeah. about you know what happens in the future. Um, yeah, it's, it's some of those tours. It's it's entered one of the best like in my book. It's one of the best concerts you see. Like it's yeah. up there with yeah. Metallica in Moscow. Oh, I didn't see uh, that. Oh man, it's um, it's actually quite a sight. They they went to Moscow, did a free concert. Yeah. Um, I, I think about two, one and a half million people turned, or two million people turned up, and so part of the part of the Moscow army was there. There was choppers flying about. Yeah. It looked like a war zone, but everyone was just having a really good time. It was amazing to look at. It's crazy though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think uh, we should get onto this. Subject of ours, I, I shall we? I was going to say my song. Go oh, on. it's um, on. Roxy Music and it's Avalon. 
It's a really good song. It's like from a classic music. 80s kind of song. Yeah, there's something nice about classic 80s, isn't yeah. there? Yeah. I get obsessed like, with 80s songs, which yeah. is like, really odd. Well, it's a summer feeling as well, yeah. isn't it, really? Yeah. I mean, you always think Miami Vice when you think 80s. But I've never heard anyone listening to 80s in winter. You know, it's definitely a summer period. Yeah, it's it's like um, there's the Billy Idol song um, "Eyes Without a Face." Mm. I don't, really, I don't not really too into like his other song, but you just find that odd song of someone's, <laughs> yeah. and you just really like it. <laughs> and you, you don't, you don't care much about like their other stuff, but this one song you think is really good. I know what you mean. Like sometimes I find a band, like, like for example, Rod Stewart. Yeah, I like a couple of Rod Stewart songs, like "Do You Think I'm Sexy" and uh, "Young Turks." I haven't heard uh, of it. But a lot of his other stuff, I'm, yeah. I, you know, I'm either ignorant of or I, I just didn't think it, it, it. You feel like I should get into their other stuff because yeah. if I'm going to like this guy, I should at least give him a try with his other stuff. But sometimes you can't. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, they just they, there's a reason that was their popular song. Um, I'm a massive Roxy Music fan though at the moment. Oh yeah, That's, yeah. <laughs> just, nice. Yeah. So we better get on to Loch Ness then. I suppose. Well, yeah, let's uh, dive on in. <laughs> good, good one there, Chris. Does the microphone pick up a pause? Does the microphone pick up a pause, do you think? Microphone? Uh, microphone. Do you think it will pick up applause if I like start clapping? Oh, give it a try. Does that work? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't come up on mine, but if it came up on yours, that's I'll fine. I'll see. <laughs> I'll, I can add in a, a drum roll. I can, yeah, I'll add it in a drum roll and I'll put in an applause after the joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah nice. Yeah, so I think uh, now, <clears throat> obviously, this is all just filler. This part, the intro song will come in. Filler, I and barely then know we her. get into our. Eh? <laughs> I said filler, I barely know her. <laughs> this can't be filler. This is a gold shit. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about stuff. Oh, right. yeah, Loch Ness. <laughs> you Loch Ness. All right, all right. Three, two, one. One. Okay. <clears throat> ah, yes. yes. Loch Ness, city of apples. <laughs> okay. Yes. Really? So, uh, Loch Ness. This uh, episode, we're going to be talking about the notion of Loch Ness, Nessie, and you know the mystery of the sea monster. Mm. Yes. Yeah, it should be One pointed I... out. Loch Ness is the actual Loch. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Does it have a name, actually? Nessie, is it? Sorry? Is it just called Nessie? Nessie. Uh, I, I think there was a Scottish name for it, but I'm not too sure. Yeah. Like, you know, they usually have multiple names, don't they? Yeah. Barry. <laughs> That's the name of my dog, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> uh, did you name it after the Chuckle Brothers? We didn't, actually. It was, my sister uh-huh. just came up with it, but now I think of it, we probably should have done. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to name my... my uh, if I got a new cat, I would call it Shabba. Yeah. Shabba Ranks. <laughs> So that whenever I, I called it in at night, I'd just shout, Shabba! Shabba! Yeah. Is that from a song? Anyway, I'm sure I've heard that. Yeah, song. it oh, is, yeah. I can't remember what it is. Mr. Loverman. Oh, miss, yeah, Mr. Loverman. Loverman. I love that Shabba. woman. Shabba! <laughs> so I'd be, you know, pop on the instrumental, get ready at the door, yeah. and just start singing the cat in. And I, it would actually come as well, I'd train it. <laughs> but yeah, Loch Ness. I think there's always been a bit of a mystery with the sea. I've had a fascination with it. I don't know what it is, but the fact that it, we've explored all of the world now. There's no uncharted areas, unknown islands, you know. 
obviously Brazil's still got a bit of mystery to it, but the sea is still an aura of mystery that we'll never know or be able to conquer. I think there's something really fascinating about that. Yeah. Because, it, like you said, I remember you said before, it's a very uh, hostile environment. It is, yeah. I, I think also, you know, there's, like, lots of mysteries at sea as well. Mm. You know, a lot of unsolved kind of, well, even, like, within the last year or so, we've had that um, plane that disappeared. Yeah. And, so, and it's like uh, when someone gets lost in a desert, you know, once you've lost, once you've lost, you're lost over the sea, there's not really much anyone can do to find you. Even in an internationally aware world like this, where we have the highest technology we've ever had, uh, tracing equipment, there's just not much that can be done yeah. when you disappear or go off the radar because it's, it's that vast yeah. and there's so much to that sea. And it's stuff like that. Um, the legendary boot bloop. Have you heard of that? I have not. Well, it's stuff like that which makes me think, hang on, there must be more. Like, back in, I think it was the 1980s, hold on, let me check, there was a massive sound called the bloop, and, well, it, it registered on a, a whole bunch of radars, ranging, ranging from, I think, around... Oh, it was in 1997, all around the Pacific, and apparently the only thing that could make such a, a noise like that was either a tectonic shift, mm. which wasn't registered, or a gigantic life form. You can actually hear it. All it is is a boop. Yeah. But it's it's a movement of such colossal stature that, um, yeah, it's quite a mystery. And, and it didn't happen again for a while. And no one knows what it was. So it's, it's stuff like that. The sea is so vast, it's viable that there could have been some sort of colossal creature stirred from its sleep or something. And I think that's where a lot of the mystery with the Bermuda Triangle and the sea itself comes from. It's 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 almost romantic in how dangerous or unknown the place is. And whenever we see something like Nessie uh, as a legend crop up, we, we can't help but in you know partake in it. It's just something we need to have. Because we'll never... Has anyone ever tried to search Loch Ness? Yeah, quite a lot of people have. There's a particular case. I think he's called Bob Rines or something. He's an American millionaire. Bob Rines. I think he's dead now, actually. Right? Um, but oh, he, oh he, conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. um, but he uh, he tried searching Loch Ness for years to find oh. the monster, but he never did. He was a true believer. Yeah. And he died oh. disappointed. You know what? He died doing what he loved. You know, He didn't come to the end of the grail, but to be honest, uh, would you want to? what find the actual Loch Ness monster well that's the thing like these people they want so so much to believe it they go trying to find it but it would actually and uh, once you find it what are you yeah. going to do you're going to you're going to get eaten is that fine mm. yeah there's two ways you can come out of this yeah. and they're not both happy ways I hadn't actually thought of it um, like that actually <laughs> <laughs> it's like a dog chasing a car what's good, he going to do yeah. when he catches it yeah. but there you go I do like the idea of all these believers, because like, no one's ever been able to prove anything. You can't drain the lake. Yeah, uh, they don't. You remember those on Time Team? They have like equipment that can look under the ground. Obviously, it has to be of a very set area, but you can look if you have this special equipment, like an X-ray machine or something, but for dirt. Yeah, I've heard about these yeah. kind of things. They, they well, can find like dead bodies and stuff like that as well. Yeah, like you'd think there would be some something that could, and water's not the same solid material. I mean, there must be some way to actually look through uh, Loch Ness. I mean, it's a, it's a massive place, but I don't know. It's just, if, if there was some truth to the mystery, we would have found it by now, at least. There would... Especially if it's a monster that's that big. Yeah, um, there would be, like, some kind of evidence of it, of mm. its existence. 
Um, because I, I, I know, I think they found a, an old kind of like dinosaur, didn't they? I think at some point. Oh, did yeah, they? but it's it's what's it called? A plesiosaur or something like that? Okay. Or plas- no, plas- plesiosaur. I thought it had a plateau yeah. in it. <laughs> um, one of those ones with the kind of like a sea wings and possibly it's it's a fish eating one. So that's why they uh, think it's it's said to have been known to exist in that kind of area all yeah, those years when, ago. Uh, so it's, when it's the a uh, oceans dried kind of theory that yeah. it would have died. When the oceans dried up, they yeah. kind of got isolated and yeah, uh, these lakes were formed, I suppose. The only problem is for it to exist nowadays, it can because it's of, of the coldness of the water. Yeah. It just wouldn't be able to survive. So mm. the, the idea that it's still alive now is kind of... Is a, a bit of a push. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. We, we can't be sure what's evolved and what hasn't. I, at the same time, I are you a believer, Matt? I'll ask you the question straight. No. I think, I think we're on the same boat here then. Yeah. Because everyone has... Uh, another thing, mate. Supports your evidence right there, but also supports the evidence of I don't think I believe is the fact that a whole bunch of other cultures have their own versions of Nessie. Yeah. Uh, like Loch Ness Monster is obviously the most famous one, but in Argentina they have uh, Nicolito, which is kind of the same. It's supposed to be a plesiosaur. Ishi in Japan is a famous lake monster. <laughs> um, but then you've got like the Tianchi monster in the Alpine Lake uh, in China, uh, around or North Korea. It's one of those. And, and the, the Bronzo Dragon, which actually sounds way better yeah. in Western Russia. Um, <clears throat> there's, just, <clears throat> there's just a whole bunch of these other sightings. One of my favourites is the, in, in Iceland, because obviously they have a different name for the word dragon, yeah. and, which is worm. So they, and they, oh, they have fucking weird words. So there's the Lagerfuglitz worm, <laughs> um, which is fucking awesome. But then again, they also believed in trolls and shit. So there you go. Iceland sounds but, yeah, like an like, interesting country. It, Iceland is, it does. And um, they also, I, I was watching Eurovision the other night, and they, uh, even when they're singing, they have a really weird accent. I mean, Bjork, yeah, we all know Bjork. Lovely Bjork. Yeah. She was like our, their biggest export at one point, wasn't yeah. she? Yeah. So much that they actually made a little home for her, a hut, on this. Uh, island off the coast of Iceland. Yeah. There's a really isolated hut that can only be accessed by helicopter. But it's really peaceful, and I, I think she appreciated that. But yeah, all these different sightings, these different legends, it, it supports what you said about the oceans drying up, so all these other ones got stranded in different areas. Maybe there were sightings. You never know, but... Yeah, I don't, I, know, I don't disbelieve that people have seen things and thought, mm. oh, that's the Loch Ness Monster. Or something like that. That yeah. I'm not like saying that some of these people are deluded in that they've seen something. But I just don't yeah. think it's a monster. I just think it's some kind of maybe like a trick of the light or something. You know, you get mm-hmm. plenty of like optical illusions and stuff like that. Things that you think you see in like a moment or something like that. Mm. And I, I think understand. a lot of like the footage that's been captured, it's been proved that it could just as easily be an otter or something like that. <laughs> and also the fact uh, that yeah. with cameras, you can manipulate images and stuff like that. So there's nothing any like near anywhere near concrete evidence yeah. for this Loch Ness monster. So, well, it, it would make sense. I mean, but if you think about it, uh, there's certain monsters that still existed in certain times, like for, with with humans anyway. For example, the the pyramids. You remember the pyramids? They were built while the woolly mammoth was still alive. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. 
And that kind of blows your mind a little bit because you associate woolly mammoths with, you know, really ancient Neanderthals and stuff like that. But uh, the, obviously the pyramids are quite old, but Christ, yeah. <laughs> these, these old creatures could have survived for a while. But Isn't there a case yeah. of, was it a mammoth or was it a really old elephant? I can't remember. Uh, uh, you know, when they were building the Channel Tunnel or something like that? They were digging and they found um, the skeleton of this old... I think it was a mammoth. I'm pretty sure it was. And it is... Yeah, they found the old bones of this old mammoth. Right. You know, dig up for the channel tunnel. There's something really ancient and interesting. I must have been such a crazy aura. Yeah. I mean, yeah, things existed, but it's generally accepted that most of these kind of creatures died Mm. or, like, evolved into something different. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I remember they they tried to... uh, they had some mammoth remains. Yeah. I don't know if they were trying to re- restore it or something, or something out of a sci-fi film. But, um, yeah, like, just knowing that they, even with the, the actual remains of them, like, you think to yourself, it's possible for things to... I, I, I'm not ruling out that there could be things deep in the ocean still running around. Uh, but, like you said before, the ocean has a way of affecting the human brain (laughs) or its eyesight or something or making us see things that we either want to believe or you know we're having a hard time to think in our own minds that's where that whole ghost ship phenomena came in you know where it would be floating on the edge of the horizon because of the sea's trick yeah yeah crazy also i think you know depending on kind of what time of day you see it if you see it kind of when it's getting darker Mm. it's you know it's just possible it's just how dark it is you know that's why you (laughs) start to see things you know it's kind of and with ghosts as well i can kind of understand why some people might think they've seen a ghost but i don't actually believe it's a ghost (laughs) you know it's it's really disjointing when uh you know someone who's honest as hell has always been like truthful to you and and, and, you know they have no reason to lie to you and then they say out of nowhere no i've seen a ghost and you think to yourself oh fuck maybe maybe that's true like you know you don't yeah (laughs) they they have such detailed they know what they've seen and they're so honest about it and they they're not lying you can tell that they're not lying so you think maybe they did see something or they're just believing so hard themselves that they've seen something and but something about that's really creepy because they have no reason to lie about that yeah. And yet they, they they swear they've seen it. And sometimes it could be a trick of the light. And sometimes we we could just be ignorant and not realise that there's something out there. Yeah. That's still floating about, you know. But I think, I remember it was actually someone saying a thing about ghosts. Is it, it's meant to scare, like, some people. But yeah. I remember, I think it's like uh, Stanley Kubrick was saying, it's, isn't it actually a positive thing? It's a sign that there's some kind of afterlife. So kind of, yeah. why, why do we look upon it negatively? I think it's, that's a really good point, actually, the association of death. Yeah. I think maybe it's to do with the fact that if you do believe there's an afterlife and you're not meant to see it, uh, yeah. if there's someone still floating about, there must be something wrong. Or yeah. there must be some uneven revelation that you need to uh, appease. Or, you know, I don't know. Maybe they're just thirsty or something. <laughs> but yeah, I, it make it would make sense. I mean, I wouldn't want to just die and then all my skills go to, to waste. You know, like what am I going to do with my CV then? Yeah. Like, it'll just be a piece of paper. Fuck. I, see, I don't know. I quite like the sense of an ending. This is getting quite philosophical now. <laughs> it is bit, getting. Isn't it? Starting off with a bloody monster <laughs> in a lake. <laughs> no, what I, I quite like the sense of like an ending, kind of like a narrative almost. Yeah, the sense of it. I just can understand that being like, over. You know, you don't want to go like scrubs and live past your sell-by day. Yeah. 
Good um, point. <laughs> you want to go like friends, yeah. You know, a full life, you know, even 30 rock, you know, I only yeah. have seven seasons. I don't, I don't want to be like Bruce Forsyth, just go on and on and on <laughs> forever. <laughs> Dude, I think that guy's already dead. Yeah. He's just twitching really well. That's, man, that guy, he just doesn't show his cracks. They should have him on like The Walking Dead or something. <laughs> That would be brilliant. <laughs> the fastest zombie. That would be the creepiest shit ever. Him doing his Brucey walk towards yeah. you. I think it's like Brucey oh, by a zombie talking with like Brucey's voice. <laughs> That'd just be brilliant. <laughs> That's the same way nice. Just as he's about to like bite into your arm or something. <laughs> See, we can make the best kind of show, you know. Just take the best bits of our show and just camp it up a little somehow. Yeah. Take all the best, the, the best characters from British TV. Uh, Mr. Humphreys, um, what's his name? Pike from Dad's Army. Yeah, oh, I'd be version of them. Oh, lovely. I, d- I tell you what, we could put a, like a, have every serious film made and just like put like Bruce Forsyth into it or something like that. <laughs> It'd just be brilliant. <laughs> yeah, um, the Born Supremacy uh, co-star in Bill Forsyth. Yeah, Lord of the Rings with four words by Bill Forsyth. Yeah, I could see that. That could work. Yeah, this would be like. I think this is this is an idea we've got to like put forward to some film channel or something. The horror channel yeah. is the only people that will actually look at that and go, "Keep talking." That's a chance. Yeah, there's no way you can sell something like that onto BBC. No. Um, but yeah, I, or Bill Forsyth and a Nessie crossover. You never know. <laughs> well, as the Loch Ness monster. As the Loch Ness monster, just a long neck with Bill Forsyth's <laughs> yeah. head at the end of it. <laughs> Crikey, that would be creepy. That would. Oh God, I think we found it. I think we found our next horror film. Yeah. Well, we are film students. We should be able to like make this reality. And that's the best we've come up with. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> We're bound to be success. <laughs> Bill Forsyth, deep impact. <laughs> nice, nice. Deep impact. Um, that sounds so. Yeah, the, the, my verdict on Nessie is: I don't believe in the Loch Ness monster. I really wanted to. I, I mean, it would be, you know, it'd be bloody frightening to know that there's a giant creature out there. Yeah, I'm sure that boat sails would drop because we are humans after all. We we do that. But something about it would just be so cool to know that there's a giant creature swimming out there. Even in just a lake, you know, just to know that it's there. We're not. There's more mystery that we haven't discovered because, let's face it, when we discovered everything, when the Americas got discovered, when we developed satellites and all the con- continents were charted, we lost something. We lost that mystery of the world, you know. Yeah. I, I keep liking the idea that we're going to go into the polar ice caps and discover discover something major hidden in the snow or something like in the thing but yeah until until we go deeper into that's why i love watching those programs where they discover different or new fish yeah and it's like deep in the the mariana trench and there's extra shit and there's look there's a fucking seahorse but most of its guts hanging out its eyes you know (laughs) oh my god i love that sort of shit like here's a shark but it's got a penis on its eyeballs you know like we never i love that sort of stuff because they're so weird Oh no! Um, <laughs> never say never. That's the wishful uh, the thinking. The giant squid. It's wishful thinking. It's wish very wishful thinking. <laughs> the giant squid, though, they believe is out there. Ooh, deep because they've seen some sort of evidence to it, and these squid just keep getting bigger and bigger the deeper they go. So I like the idea that there's an actual kraken, you know? Yeah. And he's deep enough that he don't come out and bothers anyone. Yeah. You know, he just he just wants to sleep. There's actually a really like there's quite an interesting theory about the Loch Ness monster that I was reading up about. And it's the idea that it might be a, a circus elephant that somehow ended <laughs> up in the water. 
Actually, looking at this picture, it makes more sense when you say that. There's like <laughs> a photo that compares, like, um, the, they think it could have been like a trunk of an elephant that some people saw, or something yeah. like that. An, an elephant that can, like, swim quite well, I'm guessing. Because <laughs> they can, can't they? Elephants can. Bloody hell, it does. It looks like a bloody elephant. So, yeah, it's not... A drowning a drowning elephant, but <laughs> yeah. uh, an elephant nonetheless. It's not, so it's not an entirely yeah. stupid thing, And sometimes, yeah, when you look at the water ripples around the picture, that famous picture anyway, you kind of... I'm not a professor on this shit, but you can kind of get an idea of how big the object is by looking at the water. Mm. And it just looks like a tiny little seahorse or, or uh, you know, just a trunk, actually, like you said. It doesn't look like a massive monster at yeah. all. Yeah. I think it's just one of those things people would love to believe that it is mm. this weird monster that we haven't discovered because it kind of makes them, like, you know, special, I suppose, in the way that they've seen it. Oh, yeah. I mean, just imagine how much revenue Nessie's legend has garnered already. Yeah. We were talking about David Letterman earlier. Uh, mm. There's a weird... He did, a, like, a parody of documentary about Bigfoot. Oh, it's yeah. this idea that there's there's people that uh, of the town keep the, like, mystery alive by creating Bigfoot prints for, like, for tourists because <laughs> it keeps them coming in and because it funds the town and stuff like that. And it's that right. idea that it's kind of a tourist industry now. People literally go to Loch Ness just for a chance to see the monster. And it's just, it's just right. one of those, like, things that... I'll, I'll, you know, I, I fully support that. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I remember there was that really crap footage of Bigfoot. They passed off as the real deal a couple of... Uh, quite a few years back. And it's just him walking off, looking back like an asbo, like, yeah. what the fuck are you looking at? Yeah. And then walking on again. And uh, I think it was proven that that was from some... A blue movie or something, yeah. like an extra that they didn't use. Or I love how... The only footage anyone ever finds is always the shittest codec yeah. quality. Um, you, you know, you'd you think at this point they'd be like, well, maybe, actually, I'll take a second picture just to be sure. Or, you know, it's yeah. always just one picture. And it's, uh, yeah, fuck, there you go. Yeah, because, like, in this video, it's, it's um, they, they, just, they see Bigfoot's feet and he's wearing, like, an ankle chain and everything. <laughs> and it's clearly like you don't see the rest of it but it's clearly just like fake hair and stuff like that yeah I think it's just like people just like to get off that kind of thing I suppose <laughs> well people like, like, what do they call them cryptologists Cryptologists. zoologists or cryptologists yeah. like you know the ones that uh, specialise in uh, mythical creatures yeah. and stuff it's the most u- I'm sorry, but the most useless talent you can <laughs> yeah. have, and yet one of the most fascinating. Because I love reading their yeah. articles. They even categorise these monsters like a wiki in different sections, like the lycanthrope, the chupacabra. Oh, it's just wonderful to read because you discover all these monsters that you never knew were supposed to exist. Yeah. Um, and the funny thing is, they actually do list some real ones, like the uh, the narwhal, <laughs> yeah. which I only recently discovered is real. Um, I imagine my surprise when I'm watching David Attenborough talk about the narwhal, yeah. and it just blew my mind. And it, you think to yourself, well, some of these are real. So maybe uh, it adds a bit of license to it. It makes it a bit more genuine when they actually do that. Yeah. But I love that stuff. I really love seeing how passionate they are about these things that may or may not exist. Yeah, because 
like in the documentaries I've seen about people who search for like the not an S monster or have seen it, they're, mm. they're, so it's, it's, I think what puts their like theories down is the fact that they're so vague. Yeah, you, you'd have more like belief in them if they were kind of a bit more detailed. It's always oh, I just saw a slightly dark figure going through the sea. I mean, yeah. it's not exactly. I have a bit more like <laughs> he also had this stripe going down the middle of his body. Yeah, yeah. It, it has no ears. You know, everything. Just give me everything. It had a scaly. A swagger yeah. to it. Even if they added it, like, it kind of made a sound or something. That would, yeah. you know, kind of add a bit more detail to it. <laughs> we have so much detail and effort yeah. in trying to find this thing. And when it, the day it finally decides to show up, when we just stand there like, oh, oh it's, well, it's grey. I can't quite see it, though. <laughs> yeah. Let me get out my Instagram and put it on black and white. That, maybe that will help. <laughs> That would be great if you found the, the Loch Ness and the first thing you did was just Instagram it. They sort of the Put on your sepia tone. You get eaten and everyone's going to call it yeah. fake. <laughs> yeah. I just like the Perfect. hashtag Loch, Loch Ness. It's going to be brilliant. <laughs> Perfect. So, yeah, I mean, uh, we pretty much both agree on it. I think some of these people... It's a harmless legend, and it's, yeah. you know, it's, I love a legend that adds something to a certain area. It's, it's like I mean, people say it's harmless, but is it kind of? You could argue it is like defrauding tourists who come, but then it's of their own will, um, I suppose, isn't it? Mainly, I know it's 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 economical yeah. for the community, I suppose. While I'm sure that it's, I don't think it's on the same level as say those uh, those psychics that try to exploit, yeah. you know grieving families that their loved ones are still in the afterlife and they're trying to communicate to them. I think it's on another level where it's just a friendly attraction. If, yeah. if you want to... I mean, yeah. like, it's like most tourist places. There's a reason why you yeah. go to visit them and it's sometimes based on, like, myths or, or exaggeration yeah. of, like, the truth. And to a point, you love... You love... The, you know it's a myth, but you still buy it, you like, the little yeah. plushie or something because... It's a little symbol of the town, and it's definitely put Loch Ness on the map anyway. Yeah, I, there was actually uh, another thing that I read that uh, in the Scottish lakes, there's plenty of like actual monster myths as well. It's not just like Loch mm-hmm. Ness; it's it's quite a wide thing, even in Scotland. Oh, oh yeah, it's uh, <laughs> they have. A, well, it makes you think because it's such a far north area that it wouldn't be surprising to find some remains or something yeah. of monsters back then. Um, especially in the valleys and stuff, you know. It's such a peaceful area, especially in a place where there's not much built-up town and there's a lot of country. Yeah. You think to yourself, it wouldn't be surprising for there to be some sort of undiscovered wildlife out here in this remote area. And I think that's why I like it. It's just, it's harmless fun. Anyone that buys into it are, are doing it because it's fun and it's not harming anyone. So I, I think it's a nice little legend. I don't believe it, but... I love to yeah. support the idea. And to be fair, most you know. of the people who are into like searching for it are really rich. Mm. So it's kind of it's that money that's to true. waste essentially, really. Exactly. So it's, it's going to the community, yeah. so that's fine. You know, it's, 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 if anyone wants to, uh, the only the only point where I draw the line is, is if anyone starts to drain the lake, like that yeah. one Simpsons episode. That's when I'd say, yeah, yeah just, Father Christmas isn't real. Mate. Yeah, just yeah. pop the pump down. You've gone too far. So yeah, nice. I think. At this point, we can wrap it up here and say, yeah, don't believe in Nessie, but... Nice idea. Carry on. Yeah. (laughs) Carry on, dear boy. (laughs) Carry on. That's that's a thing. I might not find the truth at the bottom of the lake, but uh, maybe I'll find an answer at the bottom of this brandy bottle. (laughs) Drink on, dear boy. Drink on. 
That could be it. Scotland, you know, they do they do sell a lot of whiskey there. You know, I've just come up with a really good idea for that. Actually, you get a special kind of beer bowl. Yeah. Where uh, once you've drunk all the beer, you can see a picture of Nessie at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, that would be there. That'd be brilliant. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> a little thing to add on there. Patented now. Yeah, that's all. Your, that's your idea. You're the one getting money. For damn you. straight. Damn straight. And I'll, you know, I'll become a millionaire and drain the lock. Perfect. Nice. All right. Oh, thank you guys for listening. I've been Chris, and he's been Matt. I have at times this tonight. You have. And Brucey is Brucey. So uh, thank you guys for listening. He will be with us forever. He will outlive us. (laughs) It's like God. (laughs) He hears everything. Don't say his name three times in a mirror at night. Well, have you you learnt that from experience? I've said it twice, but then my mirror started to shake. And I heard scratches behind it. So I thought, best leave it, Eddie. Best leave it. Yeah. 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 I I think I I nearly did that once. And I I nearly lost my wig. You're going to pay, Matt. To pay. To pay. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> well, nice one. We've been the Dork Seduction and you've been wonderful. Yep. Signing off. Good night.